So this is the last episode for the season. The end of an era. I mean, everything's an era now, but like, this is the 20th episode. This is the last episode for the season. Then we're taking a break. Then we'll be back again in like August, September, something like that. And I thought that it would be nice to end the season talking about how life is not that serious. And yeah, the title is like, life is not that serious. Have fun, have fun. But we're going to talk about suicide in the beginning of the episode. So if you cannot handle this conversation, then leave, honestly. Not in a bad way, like, get the fuck. But, like, leave. Like, it's okay if you can't handle that conversation. But I feel like for me to have gotten to the point where I'm like, oh, life is not that serious, then there has been some bad. And we are going to talk about the bad. But before we talk about the bad, I want to talk about a few things that I thought about from my other episodes that I want to address as we end the season. The first thing is... My communication episode, I don't know the name of the episode. I can't remember, honestly. But I remember talking about how when it comes to communication, I do not give a shit about the outcome if it's not somebody I care about, right? But then something that I realized is one of the reasons why I don't communicate with people that I care about is because I fear losing them. Like, if you were anybody else, I don't really give a shit. Like, no offense. You do you. Have fun. But with them, I um, care about the outcome. I don't want to lose them. That's why I'm keeping my mouth shut, basically. You know? So, like, with other people, I don't really care about the outcome. It could go either way, and I'm fine with that. But with those people, I don't want to lose them. And that's why I keep my mouth shut. And I feel like when I pack things that I need to talk about, it gets to a point where it's just going to be angry. Like when I'm seeing it, like there's no nice way to see it, basically. And that may end the friendship, you know, that may end it. And that's the fear. And one of the reasons why I self-sabotage is ending things on a bad note is way better than ending things on a good note. This is like something I saw on TikTok, but it's so true. When I end things on a bad note, there's always a, oh, I'm sorry that I did that. Like, it's not even my way of manipulating anybody. Like, trust me. But then I'm always like, there's always a, oh, I'm sorry that I did that. Oh, let's talk about it. There's always that. But when you end things on a good note, like, oh, let's just do this for, ah, that's like the worst thing. Because you know that you guys are not going to talk again. You guys are not going to talk again. And even if you do, it's not going to be the same. And... I knew that. So that's why I used to end things on a bad note with people, like fight with them so that they hate me, trying to push them to the wall, basically. And I always knew that we would always talk again because we are ending on a bad note. But thank God that I have changed because my BS would not work anymore because people are healing, you know, without closure. So thank God I've, you know, decided to behave and, you know, stop the bullshit basically i mean i'm trying i'm trying i can't see i'm i'm perfect now but i'm trying but like i mean it never was from a place of oh i want somebody to beg me like no i don't really care about that but now 
you know, I don't, I don't think I do that anymore. Really, I don't think I, I don't have anybody on my block list. Do I? Do I? I don't think so. I don't really block people anymore because it's not really helpful for anybody. But yeah, that's one thing I wanted to talk about. The next thing I wanted to talk about was one of my friends posted something and let me try and find this thing. I actually want to find this thing. I hope I find it. I know I took a screenshot of it. I hope I find it. Shit. Where did I keep this thing? I hate when I take a screenshot of something and then I don't put in my favorites. Hmm. Yep, found it. So she was like, oh shit, that's not the correct thing. I just saw her face and I was like, okay, that's it. But that's not it. Sorry, sorry. Give me a sec. Okay, yeah, found it. So she was like, I hate when men try to be friendly, especially outside whatever business I have strictly with them, like school or important stuff. Bro, this is so freaking true. And it makes me so uncomfortable, very uncomfortable. I have a very weird perception of men. And that's like very valid. I don't care if you're different. I don't care if you're trying to be friendly. I don't care if you don't intend on, you know, having a relationship with me and you're just trying to be friendly. Like, I don't want it. You you make me uncomfortable. And I have every right to say that men make me uncomfortable. I have every right to say that. And it's so difficult when you have to work with these people, you have to do things with these people and they just make you uncomfortable. And it's like, I don't care if you're trying to be friendly. If I don't want to speak to you outside of what we're supposed to do, I don't want to speak to you. I don't care if you're trying to prove to me that you're not like other men. That's not my business. I quite literally don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck at all. My British accent is coming. The thick one I have. I really don't give a shit if you're not like other men. I don't care. I don't care. And it's just so bad because it ruins things for sure. It makes me uncomfortable. It makes me kind of scared. Like I'm like, I, I don't trust men. I have every right to not be scared of men but just not trust them and be very uncomfortable and i think this one is like very normal i don't speak to any of my teachers like the only time i would speak to them is if they're asking me about timetable or anything school related don't ask me how i am you don't need to know that be nice yeah you're being nice you're being friendly cool i don't care i don't care you know and that's just how life has become because men are just something else that you can't even answer a how are you because it can end badly it could mean something else it could say oh you answered me so you 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 know allowed me to do this and that like i don't care if you are not like other men that's your business but yeah i just saw that and i was like "Mm, true very true and i don't care if it sounds rude i'm going to air you I would block you if need be, honestly, because it's my phone anyways. It's my phone. Shocker. It's my phone. But let us get into the last episode for this season. I'm hyped when I'm talking about suicide. Like, I don't even know. But I want to kind of give you guys a, a background to my mental health history. Let me see. So I think that I started to struggle with mental health when I was 12 and I think it 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 came very very quickly you know it just came in full force and when I was 12 
was the first time that I wanted to die. I hadn't really thought about killing myself. I, I didn't really think about that, but I wanted to die. Like I, in a way, begged to die. Like, oh, why can't I just die? I, I was really struggling with mental health for very valid reasons, honestly. And I just wanted to die. But in the beginning of my high school time, I loved going to school. So let me kind of give a background to it. I don't really feel like I belong with many people, especially sometimes my family, you know. And I I hate saying things like this because people are like, oh, what do they do? Oh, let's try and know what they did. No, like nobody did anything. I just don't feel like I belong with them. Or I didn't feel like I belonged with them. So um, going to school was my escape. Going to school was my way to leave them and then still come back to them. So I don't miss them. But like I got to escape and I loved going to school. I loved going to school. I, I wished I could go to school during the weekends. Did I like reading? No. Did I like talking to many people? Probably not. But I loved having that escape. And I think that that was one of the reasons why I let so many things slide. When people would make comments about me, especially my body, you know, that was the whole, that was the thing, that was the thing for everybody. I let it slide because in my mind, them saying those things could not compare to how I didn't feel like I belonged with my family. You know, I didn't feel like I related to them in a way. You know, I I just thought that they can do what they want to me. They can body shame me. They can insult me. That's cool. It doesn't compare to how I feel kind of left out in that space. So that was it. You know, I decided to let it slide. I was like, you know, it's cool. It's fine. And that was when I was like 10, 11, even when I was struggling with my mental health, 12, 13, 14, I think I still let it slide. But I started to struggle with my mental health when I was 12. It was really bad, very terrible. And it was hard. Like it was very, very hard. I wanted to die. I was 12 and I wanted to die. That's insane. And I was just struggling. And I had one friend not like I had only one friend. I had many friends. When I was younger, I had a lot of friends. But there was one girl that... Don't tell me I'm about to cry. What the fuck? But I'm trying to like catch myself here. Shit. God. It's actually kind of funny. Why is my eye tearing up? But there was... Bro. God. Why the fuck am I crying? But yes, there was one girl that saved my whole life. Like she, I don't even care if my voice is shaky, like take it like that. She saved my life very unintentionally. Like she was also struggling. That's the thing. She was also struggling. She was not one of my closest friends at that time. Like we had the same friend group. Not really friend group. I didn't really have a friend group like any time, but like I was friends with everybody in a way. So basically, she was always trying to talk to me. Like we were friends. Like I wouldn't even say we weren't friends. She just like randomly saw me and started talking to me. But we were friends. And um she would always like try to 
asked me what was going on like I remember one day I was being very distant like I was just really struggling I didn't understand mental health I didn't know what it was I couldn't understand what was going on with me but I was so physically dead from depression like it was so bad and I don't think I've ever like felt it that way before like even when I struggle currently, I don't think it has ever like hit me as much as it did when I was 12. But I remember one day I was being very distant and she locked me in a room, in a classroom. And she was asking me what was going on. She was crying. She was like, what's going on? And I kind of grew up hiding my emotions. Like I grew up like not, um, you know, talking about my emotions, not crying in front of people. So I, I couldn't cry. Like I... I couldn't cry in front of people. Even till now, I cannot cry in front of people. Like, and I, and I cry, cry a lot. <laughs> I, cry, I cry a lot. I think I can't even produce tears in front of people. Except I'm like in so much pain. And the thing is, the second she left the class, and the only reason she left the class was because it was time for actual class. I started bawling my eyes out. And let me tell you, that girl, she for the longest time why am i why is my voice shaking what's going on i don't even care like i have feelings i i'm allowed to shake a bit but um she had no idea that she had such an impact in my life and she didn't know for like six years six whole years and let me tell you i always talk about her i always 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 talk about her i'm always like this girl save my life. I have three people in my life that, you know, had that impact, but she was the first. And so basically I, I don't, I can't say her name here. I just can't, I don't know if she's going to be okay with that. She's a very like low key person. So I can't say her name. If I could, I would shout it on the rooftops. I would make a whole fucking billboard with her name on it. And quite recently, like I think a month ago or no, by the time you guys are listening to this, it would be a while. I'll just see the actual month, March. I saw a TikTok that was like, to the girl who saved my life unintentionally. And I sent it to her because I was like, wait, I've never told this girl what she did for me. And I sent it to her and she was like, what? What do you mean? And I was like, wait, how have I never told you this? You saved my life. And you know what this girl told me? She said, she didn't even think that I liked her. She thought that I did not like her. She thought that I hated her. She thought that I was just tolerating her. And she still did all of that for me. Really. And I, I loved her. That was for sure. I did not not like her like she thought. But it's so interesting how even while... Why is my voice cracking? Jesus Christ, yo. Yo, what's, what's happening to me? But like, even while um, she wasn't even sure if I liked her, you know, she was still, you know there and the fact that i remember like six years later i i think she made a very very big impact and i remember that day that i talked to her and i was bawling my eyes out like over the phone and i was just like i love this babe so fucking much always shit yo i'm so fucking sorry like i don't know why i can't speak like i keep giving myself time to like gather myself and i just I just started talking and I'm like, shit. But yeah, like, I would never deny how much of an impact somebody has on my life. Like, ever. I would always, like, speak on the three people that, you know, had that impact on my life. Especially, 
you know, I don't want to say especially anybody. I think all three were very impactful. But her, the girl that I'm talking about, she came at a time where life was so fucking hard. And she just cared. I think that was all that I needed. I needed somebody to care. And she was the only person that cared. And I was so good at like faking and hiding it. I don't even know how she realized. But I love that girl with my whole life. Like for real. And um, I think my mental health got a bit better when I was in year 10. It was okay. I think at the beginning of year 10. But then it just started to go downhill from there. It started to go downhill from there. Because all the things that people would say to me in school. Not even people. I'm not trying to make it seem like, oh, everybody was like picking on me. Like, ooh, do you get? But like the teachers. I always mention the teachers. Fuck them. But like they would just continuously like harass me, you know. And it was hard. Like even if I was miss take it all miss no emotions it was hard and at that point I I hated going to school and I think it was okay year 10 happened right and then year 11 begun year 10 was kind of bad but then I didn't really focus too much on it you know I was like I have many friends and all of that and then year 11 happened and then we went on quarantine break and it, it was hard. Trust me, it was very hard. My mental health was bad. And then I came back to school after a quarantine break with an eating disorder. And that was tough. That was tough. That was very tough. That's how, like, everything just packed. And I think at that time, like, when I was 15, that was when I actively wanted to kill myself. Like, before I wanted to die, I didn't really think about killing myself, but, like... At that time, I wanted to kill myself. And I would say it all the time. I was very open about it. I was like, mm, I want to die. I want to. And people would be like, stop saying that. The tongue is powerful. And I'm like, hmm, maybe it's because I mean it. Have you ever given that a thought? But it was just so difficult. And I, I couldn't go to school. Like, I would rather be at home than go to school. And that, that was when you know it was bad. That's when you know it was bad. And I just think that you never know the little that somebody has. So just shut the fuck up. Those teachers made my life hell. The harassing was too much. I was struggling mentally. And I feel like it didn't really get to me that much because I didn't really care. Not because it wasn't like affecting me. But I, I was just like, you know what? Um, I would rather just be here than be at home. So it's fine. But then I was struggling mentally. I had anxiety. I had depression. I had an eating disorder, which was the tip of the fucking iceberg. And I was like, wow, I, I really can't do this. And it was it was hard. It was painful. Like everything that I tried to ignore, everything that I tried to push away just kind of came back in like full effect. Because when I came back to school with my eating disorder, I didn't really get body shamed anymore. But my mental health was so bad because of everything that already happened and it just came on top full-fledged. Full-fledged. Even to the point where the teachers that were harassing me were asking me why I was so quiet. I used to serve punishment every day. And in my school, like in my high school, you used to, the punishment was like to clean you get so like the nannies would know you for cleaning and me i used to clean i was the cleaner assistant cleaner and they would ask me you haven't gotten in trouble since are you okay and i was like oh i'm fine thank you so much for caring bitch and you know it was just it was just hard and you really don't know what somebody has the little that somebody has 
And before I came into high school, I had never, ever body shamed a person. I had never been mean to anybody. I had never done anything to harm anybody because I, I just didn't have that bone in my body, you know? And yes, I never like took rubbish from people. I, I mean, I had a bit of anger issues, but like very silently, you know, like I was just never mean. I was never, um, bitchy. I was never any of that. That's how I knew that hurt people truly hurt people because my high school made me a bitch. Like they made me a bitch. And let me tell you the funny thing about that. It was needed. It was needed. Cause sometimes I'm like, Oh God, I wish I wasn't such a bitch, but I'm like, wait, if you weren't such a bitch, trust me, you would have probably killed yourself, babes. It was very needed. Very, very, very needed. And I really struggled with mental health. I really wanted to kill myself. I was very suicidal from ages 15 till, uh, I would say 17. But I, hmm, I started to, you know, not want to kill myself anymore. And, you know, I remember when I was like, I need to stop suicidal language, all of that. But it was very hard because there was so much truth to it. Like, I wasn't just saying, oh, I want to kill myself for fun or for attention. Like, I I wanted to kill myself, you know. And I was like, okay, I need to stop having or using suicidal language. And that that wasn't the hard part. The hard thing for me was I couldn't get myself to want to live, you know. I couldn't get myself to want to be alive. Like, I no longer wanted to kill myself, right? I no longer really wanted to die, but I could not get myself to, you know, want to be alive. I I couldn't want it. Like, yeah, I'm grateful to be alive. I'm thankful to be alive. With life comes hope. I can do many things just because I'm alive, you know? I love that. I'm grateful for that. I'm thankful for that. But I I didn't want to be alive. Like, it wasn't something that I wanted. If I were to die today, I wouldn't really, you know, be so, oh, shit, you know? And I was so sad that I, you know, didn't want it. I saw everybody want it. Or at least that's what they, 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 you know, put out there, that they wanted to be alive. But, like, I didn't want it. And I tried, tried, tried to want it. But then I realized that, you know what, it's fine. It's fine if I don't want to be alive, you know. And me saying that I don't want to be alive doesn't mean that I want to die. I mean, it sounds like, yeah, I want to die, but that's not it. It's just like, I'm so grateful to be alive. I love taking my life day by day. I love that. But it's not something that I'm like, oh, shit, I will do everything in my power to stay alive. Like, does that even make sense? Like, I'm not suicidal. That's, that's like the point that I'm trying to make here. I'm no longer suicidal. Like, I no longer want to kill myself. I no longer want to die. But at the same time, I don't really want to be alive. Like, it's not like I want. Like, I'm grateful. Don't get me wrong. I'm grateful. I'm thankful. But, um, it's not a want, you know? And that's like how I knew that, um, Life wasn't that serious. Like, it really wasn't that serious. And everybody's life is different. You may want to be alive, and I'm very happy for you, right? But then, 
I've been choking since like <coughs> fuck. I'm not even crying anymore. I'm just choking here. Deep breaths. Bro, I've been choking for the past like five minutes. But what I was saying was, um, that may be you. Like I'm very happy that you want to be alive. That's great. But this is what works for me, you know? I have to accept it. Like I have to accept that, okay. I'm not like, oh God, I want to be alive. Like, I'm not like that. And that's okay. You may be on a different wavelength. I'm so happy for you. I really want to want to be alive, but I couldn't. Like, I, I tried. I couldn't, you know, force myself to want it. And now I'm very happy with where I am. And that's why I think that life is just not that serious, you know. And I, first of all, learned that you can't punish somebody that, doesn't care to be alive okay i think that's the word i want to use not that i don't want to be alive i don't care to be alive like i'm happy i'm grateful and i'm trying to emphasize on that like i'm grateful with life there's hope i have many things that i i want to do you know but i don't really care you know like i don't really care and you can't punish somebody that doesn't care to be alive and that's an advantage to me you know like you can't really punish me like, it's not possible. You can try, but it's not It's not possible. Even sometimes, like, very randomly, I'm like, you know what? Let me just lash out at my whole family. And then they probably, like, kick me out. And then I just, like, die on the streets. Like, that's, like, so, so sorry. That's, like, so fucking explicit. But, like, don't take it very deeply. But then I'm just like, you know what? If that happens, that's cool. Because I don't really care. You know? Like, I don't really care. And you can't punish somebody like that. You can't be like, okay, you're going to kick me out of the house. Somebody that doesn't care? Ooh, how's that going to work? How is that going to work? You know, and I just think that you should never live for anyone. I would rather kill myself than live for anyone. I don't care what anybody says. I say all the time, you can't give what you don't have. You can't love someone if you don't love yourself. And you can't love yourself if you want to kill yourself. That's not possible. That's just not possible. So if you're like, oh... I don't want to kill myself because my mom's going to be sad. My dad's going to be sad. Da, da, da. That seems like such a selfless thing to do. Wow. He bro. And that's cool. But let me tell you, you have to want to live for yourself. And yes, in the short run, living for other people may be the solution. I have lived for people before. I have. That's something that I have done and long run, that's not going to work. Because one day you're going to be upset. One day you're going to be angry. One day you're going to be like, oh, so this is the person I'm living for. And then you're just going to kill yourself. Suicide is not selfish. You killing yourself does not mean that you want to cause pain to the people that you're leaving behind. You're struggling. Many times... The people that you are quote-unquote living for haven't even tried to help you when you're struggling. Haven't even noticed. Haven't even cared. I'm not trying to tell you to resent them. But look at the people that you're living for. Why, Why live for other people? Suicide is not selfish, but I would never, ever encourage somebody to kill themselves or have someone believe that suicide is the only option. It's never going to be. And the fact that you are alive means something. With life comes hope. That's what I keep telling myself. Like, as long as you are alive, you have something that 
many people don't have. You have the ability to change something. You have the ability to right wrongs. You have the ability to do something, you know? And me coming here to tell you, oh, you don't, you don't have to care to be alive. Oh, you don't, you shouldn't live for anybody. I'm not telling you to kill yourself, you know, but you have to know that you cannot live for other people because people fuck up, people fuck up. And who knows if I fuck up and somebody out there is living for me and then they kill themselves because I fucked up. Imagine that, you know, it's not, it's not worth it living for other people. They have their own life. Do you know that? And they are living for themselves. So why are you living for them? It's okay to love people. It's okay to be selfless. It's okay to care for people. But to live for somebody else is more stupid than selfless. But I'm telling you something I've done. So if I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to myself, my past self. That's not wise. That's not helpful. In the long run, especially. So you have to know that life really is not that serious you know? And I think that when you lose somebody that you love, that's when you know that life is not that serious. Because tell me why your whole world would change and everybody around you is living normally. Nothing changed in their lives while your own world went quiet. Your whole world went silent. Everything changed for you in one moment and everybody around you is living their lives peacefully, happily. You know, it's just another day for them. And then you'd think about it and you're like, wow, life is so fucking weird. And because I have experienced um, someone dying, like someone very close to me dying, I think that, first of all, one death is enough to destroy someone's life. One death is enough to change someone's life forever in a very bad way. There's no good that comes out from it. Let me just let you know. And because I have experienced it, whenever it happens to somebody close to me, I feel, you know, like their worlds change in a way. I don't know if that's correct English. And I just feel like, I just feel this like, wow, their world just changed and everybody's just going normally. I'm like, can everybody not see that this person's whole world has just changed? Like, I don't know, I just get this feeling and I'm just, honestly, whenever it happens to anybody around me, I, I spiral, I spiral it's it's bad honestly and it's not even me happened to but it, it messes with me messes with my brain messes with my head it's just really bad and I just think it's very disrespectful for me to just go on with my life when somebody's whole life just like shut down in a way but then I have to remember that you know maybe me just going on with my life can be a distraction for the person. Who knows? Maybe that's what they need at that moment in time. Who knows? And yeah, I just think that um, life is really not that serious. Like that's what I'm trying to point out in this episode. Like the same way nobody cares when life sucks for you. is the same way that nobody cares when you do something embarrassing, you know, or you do something cringy. Even my birthday this year, I did not give a fuck. I did not give a fuck. I was grateful. I was thankful. The most grateful I've ever been in my whole entire life. But I didn't really give a fuck, you know? There's nothing that I heard that day that I hadn't told myself. I bought myself gifts. And I was happy. I was thankful. But did I care? No, not really. And also something that's really funny, and I'm just going to say this for anybody for the next years to come. If you wish me a happy birthday late, I don't really care. 
so like you don't have to say sorry just be like happy birthday and i don't know that thing that they say every year is or something like that sorry i can't speak english but yeah i don't really care it's never that deep really except you're like my three closest friends ah that's where i would have a problem but like otherwise i don't really care i just think that life will humble you situations will humble you and don't think that oh i'm one of these people that are like oh nothing is bad it's all your mindset like even with the whole journaling meditation it's after the thing has hit me and strangled me that i even think to do those things to shift my mindset so don't just ignore everything on top of positive mindset because you will go crazy you know just just think how can i be having the most fun how can i make the most of everything nothing has to be that stressful putting airpods headphones listen to music and do it that's one of the reasons i don't like working with people because i just like to go into my own world and just do my shit but you know i just think that life is fun life is actually fun and you know as somebody who has mental health you know crises or crises i have no idea what the plural is often life is fun life is really fun and we only have one life only one life i don't care if you believe in the afterlife the life on earth is just one life and earth is very interesting but just just one life also do not take advice from people especially if it's unsolicited don't allow people to tell you how you should live your life and let me tell you any unsolicited advice that anybody's giving you should come with the money if everybody's telling you oh you need an iphone they should buy it for you oh fix your teeth they should pay for it oh go to the gym they should pay for your gym membership forever life is never that serious fuck them that's really all that I have to say. This is the end of an era. I'm not going to talk to a mic for the next few months. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy that I had a whole ass 20 episodes. And you know the funny thing is, I had like 40 episodes ideas. Like, I always thought that I would run out of ideas. Because how much can a human being talk about? But I, I haven't run out of ideas. There are some episodes that I recorded this um, season that I was like, nah, I don't, I don't like this. I deleted it. I recorded like 25, I think. And you guys heard 20. That's a pretty good number. But yeah, I'm happy. I'm thankful for my podcast break, period. But next season, I honestly haven't really thought about next season that much. But it's still going to be the same old, same old, for sure. I can't promise you guys, oh, it's going to be different it's really not but make sure you guys follow the pod rate the pod review the pod and i will talk to you guys soon next season bye